Hello and welcome to The Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Okay. Hello, my name is Stefan. I'm from Düsseldorf, Germany. And with God's grace, my sobriety date is May 21, 2012. Hello. Yeah, I'm very impressed by uh, this meeting. So many people uh, from so many different parts of the world. Yeah. And uh, yeah, normally I, in German, I would um, not read my share, but in English, I'm not able to speak freely just like that. So if it's a bit bumpy, I uh, apologize for that. Um, Yes. Uh, And in my experience and in all these years in the SA program, um, I, I've, I've learned that um, this is a place uh, where I am free to make mistakes and um, it's okay to be completely unperfect. <laughs> so, okay. Um, first, I would like to tell you something about me as a person and then I would like to talk about the topic of family and friends in progressive victory over last um, Yes, uh, this year I was uh, at the SA convention in Scotland and uh, I had met there Nancy and she asked me to do this share and um, yeah, and I, I really like uh, to do this uh, even uh, if I'm a little bit uh, nervous. <laughs> yes, how did I successfully get invited to speak in this meeting. Um, yes, I, from my first breath I am and I have been an addictive person. I learned this as a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I have only this one consciousness and that is addictive. Therefore I can also addictively abuse anything or and everything. In my early childhood years, I became a TV junkie, then an eating junkie, then a sex addict, and last but not least, an alcoholic. When I was 11, uh, my sister and I discovered my father's porn. For my sister, this was absolutely no problem. She never talked about it after that. And for me, it was my first real drug shot. I didn't want anything else afterwards. These magazines were all I lived for. For 20 and more years, pornography, masturbation, voyeurism, stalking was a daily routine, 24 hours, seven seven days a week, the eternal search for the next kick, the next rush, the next temptation. I gave myself unconditionally to my sex addiction. Nothing else in my life was as important to me as lust. 
to this day, there's nothing else I have given myself to as unconditionally as lust and sex addiction. Hopefully, my one day my higher power will show me how to surrender to her, to, to him, to it, in that unconditional way. Yeah. Okay, the topic, family and friends, before recovery. <laughs> like all of us, so I think, I come from a dysfunctional family of origin. My mother was very mentally ill and spent many years of my youth in psychiatric hospitals, and my father was an alcoholic and a sexaholic. We always had enough to eat and lacked nothing externally, but after all, nothing was ever as it should be at home. I never felt I belonged to my parents or to my two older sisters. In early childhood years, I already separated myself from my family and also from my friends at school or in the neighborhood. In my childhood, I almost never had the feeling of belonging. My addiction cut me off from myself and I isolated myself from my family and friends. I met my present wife when I was 18 years old. She was married at the time and she was mother of two young daughters. We had a two year affair before she left her husband and divorced him. It then took another eight years before we lived together in one house and get married. During this time, I lived out my addiction for the fullest. Even though I never touched or approached my wife's daughters in any way, they have nevertheless both suffered through my lust because I have satisfied me with their clothes and I was lustful to them with my eyes and with my thoughts. In 1996, our son was born and this was a turning point in my life. Our son is the real reason why I joined the fellowship of SA in 2000. The last two years before that were the worst in terms of my acting out. One day at some point, I looked at this little person in my arms and I maybe had this one bright moment of clearness and was able to connect it as A. Family and friends in recovery. As I said, I came to SA in May 2000, completely down, totally mentally ill, high suicidal. My therapist at that time supported me to go to the meetings and I didn't want this. But fortunately, I was so messed up, there, were, there was this thought in my mind that this is maybe my last chance. The experience of my first meeting was really bad. <laughs> All the people I met there, for me, they were totally crazy. They spoke in a totally strange way and I kept coming back because I had reached my rock bottom and I was really at the end. In the first 10 years in the programs, sponsorship and working the steps, 
and any other tools in Germany, such as daily phone calls to other recovering as a fans, did not have um, much important like uh, these days. During that time, I did many things that I now call not sober. Also, I have been sober after the SA definition. And I also did a lot of service in SA during that time. However, after seven and a half years, I relapsed and acted out my addiction to the maximum for another three months. But I continued to go to my meetings three times a week during my acting out and my fellows in the group gave me love and stayed close to me. Then Harvey came to Belgium with his wife Nancy and this was a new beginning for me in SA. I found a sponsor with whom I worked very close to the big book and the 12 and 12 for more than six years. And in the fellowship, we started to work with other sober members of Europe and America. And after a few years, we've had a new kind of spirituality in our German speaking as a fellowship. The fellowship in the German region grew and working the steps and all the other tools of recovery get more and more important. Because of working the steps with my sponsor, I became ready to make amends in my daily life with my wife, our children, our friends, outside and inside the fellowship became more and more important to me. The feeling of misconnection faded more and more and the people around me just didn't bother me as I used to. Just being available, just being in the here and now, to accept daily routines as they are, go to work, taking out the garbage, doing the dishes, taking care of the repairs in the house. And to simply enjoy these daily routines and no longer being on the search for the next thrill, the next rush. It was all new to me at that time and fortunately it became my new life. And that was exactly, I was always most afraid of in my whole life, to lead a completely normal life. And yes, today it's my greatest joy. Um, okay, family and friends today. My wife has been with me through my worst times and has stood by me and God alone knows why we are still together today after 37 years. This alone for me is a witness that there must be a higher power. <laughs> um, yeah, because out of me alone, this cannot have happened. My spouse has always supported me and has always given me all the possibilities to go to meetings, to regional conventions, and to world conventions. She was always okay with me spending money on my recovery, and this is still the same today. After a very long time of my membership in the fellowship, my wife found her own fellowship, and we can really talk about everything honestly and openly today. 
my mobile phone is open, my computers are open, my wife has access to everything and anything herself, and there are no more secrets in that direction. My relationship with our son is good. He didn't want me to make amends with him and he still doesn't want it to this day. We are connected in many things and two big things are our soccer team in our city. <laughs> we, we both are big fans and we are both musicians. There are always great moments in the music we share together and I have to thank SA and AA, the fellowship, for all of this. I made my amends together with my sponsor, and I would also like to say that one of my amends didn't really work out. It was the one with my younger stepdaughter. After all these years, we have, diff we have a difficult relationship. And today I can't change this with my own will. We have tried to talk to each other several times and it has always gone wrong. That's why I put this, this amends in God's hand and just wait to see what will happen in the future. My second stepdaughter, grandchildren are one of the most important people of all to me. <laughs> they, they just left our house a few minutes before this uh, meeting started. <laughs> and uh, we played together and we have, yeah, we have just good times together to, to be together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can look forward to these get togethers and I feel no longer disturbed as I always did in my former life when somebody came and visited us. Yeah. Today, I connect with other people and no longer have to disconnect from them. As for friendship outside of, the, of our fellowship, I really need to do more. I rely a lot on my wife because she makes our appointments and keeps in touch with almost all our friends um, outside the fellowship. Yes, I, uh, my SA friend with whom I have had my check-in phone call in the morning for decades is completely different from me. He puts a lot of energy by himself into the friendship outside um, the fellowship as well. I can still learn a lot from him. Um, yes. If I want to have a good relationship with my family and with my fellow human beings, I need a good relationship to my higher power and to myself. Every morning I start with meditation and prayer If I feel disturbed during the day, I try to find a connection with my higher power as soon as possible. For me, it's often about the question, how can I give something instead of just taking? I have heard a good saying in the last few weeks. The best way to cut myself off from my higher power 
is to cut myself off from people close to me, that is my family and my friends. Therefore, I try to separate myself as little as possible from my fellow human beings and to stay in God in good contact with God as I understand him. So thank you for listening and I wish you all the best. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry about the noise in the background. Um, Stefan, thank you so much uh, for your share. I appreciate it. I think that um, the more I, you know, keep going in the spiritual way of 12 steps and connection to higher power, I appreciate the, um, the simplicity, you know, just, just do things very simple because my disease is trying to find very hard things, very smart things, and just, I want to try to keep it simple. So I really like your share. And I want to ask you if you can elaborate about your connection with your higher power um, uh, in the morning, like um, specifically what you are doing. And um, also during the day when you're disturbed, um, what, what helps you? Because sometimes I'm, I'm using like the program tools and I feel I doing that with a lot of um, trying to control, you know? So what works for you? And yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> what I can really say, um, in, in all these years, um, my, my silent time, my prayers, my, um, my readings, my meditation always changed. You know, it's uh, after, I don't know, <clears throat> some time I get uh, some input from, from other people and uh, yeah, and, and today it's, like, you know, I try to sit on, on my sofa for 10 minutes first and just listen, you know, uh, just breathing, just try to feel how the air goes into my knee, uh, into my, um, yeah, and out of my nose. So, and, and just listen, you know, um, because, yeah, you spoke about uh, do it simple, you know, that's, that's very simple. You know, I, 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 it's, uh, it's not a difficult technique. So, um, and after that, I, I, I read two or three sites in the big book, in, in, the, in the American big book. Um, and um, I, I read in the, um, yeah, and SA uh, literature and AA literature and yeah, and that it is, you know, sometimes when I preparing the, the breakfast, I, I listen to, to the radio, they have in, here in Germany, good um, um, speakers, Catholic or, or Protestants, the, uh, yeah, and it's just a five minute input. Um, and that is my, 
my routine in, in the morning and through the day, yes, it's, uh, it depends, <laughs> you know. There are days I, I, for example, today it was so full of different things I, I had to do um, and then it's hard to really to, to get in, in contact with my higher power and uh, yeah, the best thing is uh, just just to pause, just just to sit down and yeah, maybe yeah, the same as in the morning, try to find out what my higher power wants me to do. You can you can do it in the bus. You can do it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you, Odea. Daniel? Start the clock. Vielen Dank, Stefan, for your share. Thank you very much. Um, I'm Daniel Sexaholic. Um, you mentioned um, that you had an amends that did not go well with your stepdaughter. And I would like to hear more about that in terms of lessons learned about making amends mm. when it might be appropriate and when it might not be appropriate mm. and maybe what you recommend when your sponsees talk to you about mm. amends. so thank you yeah thank you yeah i think first of all it's it's so important to make this very very close together with your sponsor who had, who had experience uh by by himself and um i often heard that people did amends without a sponsor and that's really is not a good <laughs> um decision um Okay, and um, my experience is um, if I do it very close with a like a with a with a formula, I I, I um, wrote it together with my sponsor and and go to the people and make this immense. Just read this little text I, I wrote before. That always went well and this one I've talked about was different you know it it was a different setting we were four people you know the uh, the spouse of my stepdaughter was together and my wife my stepdaughter um, wanted to have uh, these people around her and that was really a fault that we we have a kind of discussion, you know. We have a kind of. Whew, I try to to explain things, you know, and to make an amend is not to explain something, you know. And I don't know it. it yeah, it, it went really worse, and 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 yeah, maybe I <laughs> I have to make it. Uh, immense about the immense you know <laughs> it's uh, yeah and I 
Yeah. And I did it not close to the what I've talked with my sponsor. You know, it was maybe it was a kind of self-will. Don't know. Um, I tried my best, but it, yeah, it was it was worse. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much, Stefan. Thank you. Thanks a lot. David G. Hey everybody, I'm David. I'm sexaholic. Stefan, thank you so much. It was great to hear you. Um, I don't have a question. Um, I just, I'm so grateful that I was able to, to hear your story. And I related to the simplicity too um, of, you know, finding a lot of joy and just doing the simple things in life. You know, emotionally, when I was acting out, I was just so cut off from that stuff. But you know, one of the things that you also mentioned that makes me grateful is, you know, being able to share your phone and your computer. Like I had broken many computers and I can remember one, uh, one Christmas, my brother came over and opened up my phone to a porn site. Um, and not having to, uh, just to be free of that is just such a blessing. And, uh, and you reminded me of that today. So I just wanted to thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, David. Nancy? Yeah, hi, Nancy. Um, thank you very much, Stefan. And you're doing just fine in English. <laughs> um, you, had, you had assured me, no, I'm, I must have a translator. You're doing fine. Um, I wanted to ask you about living amends. Uh, my husband and I have been married 47 years, and um, I was able to make verbal amends to him, and I was actually amazed at he didn't seem to think it was as big a deal as, <laughs> I mean, I had an affair, um, but I continue to try to make living amends. Now, you may, you mentioned it, it was quite a while before your wife um, was on board, or also the one that didn't go so well. Mm. Give examples of how you make living amends. Mm. Yes. <laughs> you know what? When I now, you know, I, when I listen to you, I this reminds me of 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 a story. Um, I I've told the story in in my meetings, but it's it's really maybe it sounds funny, but it was not for me. You know, I'm. I talk about um, eating addiction. You know, I always, um, uh, it's, it's, it's not so easy. Um, you know, I came from work, you know, it's, it's easy. And I, I, I was hungry, you know, I don't know, 15 years ago, you know, I was hungry. My little son sat at the kitchen table and he wants to eat my meal, you know. There was there was nothing else than this, you know. And I was so messed up. I I cried to him, and I, you know, I I and I I left the room and I left the house, and I was so um, yeah. Um, 
it, it was so strange just because he wants to eat my meal, you know, because he was hungry, you know. And um, this is where, where I came from, you know. And, and, and today, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's so much better, you know. <laughs> Just so when, um, yeah, do you, do you understand what I try to say? <laughs> well, yes, I do. And um, I guess in particular, my husband um, does not like, Relation like he doesn't like a lot of talking or spending time, or I mean, he likes to read a book or to watch mm -hmm. a movie where he doesn't want to be interrupted. And it's my amends is almost like keeping quiet, not saying anything. And it yeah. just sounds so odd. Wow, how, how, how do you say that? Keep your uh, uh, out, of, out of your ears and put it into your. <laughs> your mouth so yeah it's uh just be quiet yeah just not not talking yeah it's, and it's so difficult it sounds so easy and and it's so difficult and um and yes and and what what i've what i've you know to to think about the garbage you know, to think about um, what is the next best thing I can do. Yeah, even it's to to go out and and put out the the garbage, and and so many other things. You know, my my we have an, an Saturday morning at eight o'clock. We have an SA meeting, and when I when I came home after that, uh, usually my wife uh, likes to do some working in the house, you know, or in the garden. Yeah? And sometimes I, I really don't want to do it, you know, and it's, um, it's good just to do these things, you know, to, uh, yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, it's these these little easy easy things. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Stefan. Simple but not easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to a question which Brian K posted to me. He asks, "I'd like to ask what you saw prior to your relapse." many years ago. In AA, they say that the first drink of a relapse begins six months prior. So what did, did you perceive it afterwards? Yeah, that it started before beforehand. And what do you do with fear of a future relapse that might not have a happy outcome? Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Hopefully, I, I really understand the question. Mm -hmm. um, I remember before I relapsed, relapsed uh, 10 years ago, um, I have no sponsies. 
at, at that time, you know. Um, and I, I, I did a lot of service and for the German fellowship before, but I think uh, before I relapsed, I, I did not so much service in our groups, in our home groups and in, in for the German fellowship. And yes, definitely I uh, started to, there was a gap, you know, there was a disconnection. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, what I said before that, I, I did many things in, in in my daily life, you know, with my with my eyes on the street or um, to listening after after the women I I, I saw on the, on the street or at work and <clears throat> my 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 first sponsor he 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 hadn't image he gave me an image for that you know when uh, when when you have just white papers and you put the, the white papers uh, over and over and you have how how do you sparkle uh, martina was heißt streichholz like a ripping of the match you, you you put one match on one paper, you know. It can be that just one paper starts to burn. But it can be that the whole stuff of paper and you have this fire, you know. And that and and that is like yeah. If 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 I'm doing one of of these last full things I ever did, you know, I don't know if it's just this one or even it it gives an explosion and it started to burn and I can't put this fire down. So, um, yeah. And of course, I think I, I was not connected. I was not really connected to my higher power and not really connected to the fellowship. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stefan. It was a very helpful answer to me. So thanks a lot for that. People with fewer than 30 days can also raise their hands. And I see that Ryan B, you've raised your hand. Please go ahead. Yes, yeah, Stefan, I just I wanted to say thank you for your share. I um I don't know if there's a question in it or not, but I just, at the height of my addiction, I remember taking my kids hunting for frogs and I had porn in one hand and my little girl asking to spend time with me and the other. And I was unable to enter their world or be present because mine was so full of shame and, and crap. Um, and so I just, I really resonated with the ways that you've connected with your son and, and maybe you could speak a little bit more on that relationship and how you engage in that relationship. Uh, you know, I love the, the picture of the soccer game and, and getting to spend time with him, but uh, that's been a huge 
part of my recovery is, is being able to be present with my kids. Yeah. Um, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for, for the question. You know, my, my son is 26, you know, he's, he's, uh, taller than me, you know, <laughs> and he's, he, he wears a, a, a beard, you know, and he's really a man, you know, <laughs> and, and, and so it's, it's today it's, it's really, uh, more, uh, relationship between two men, you know, and, and today, today I, I'm, I'm not the, the one he um, he likes to talk with when he has problems, you know. We um, it is my wife, you know. She's the one who who really um, is talking about yeah when he has some uh, mental issues or or. or or when he's sick, you know, it's it's always my wife, you know, and and sometimes it's not so easy for me to 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 recognize that, you know. Um, yes, but when he was a, a, a small kid, you know, I, I he, he was a football player with uh, I don't know four years, and in the first five years, I, I was his coach and. <laughs> And this was a, a big fall too, you know, uh, because for 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 young, you know, boys, it's not easy to um, to get this together. You know, he's my father and he's my coach. Oh, that's it's 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 strange, you know. And yeah, I I've just tried to to. Um, stay and 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 to to have so much time to him uh with him together as i could you know and uh i when in the first two years uh, after he was born i i was a how do you call it uh i stayed at home and i was a the one at home you know my my wife she's a teacher and she she worked and and that was on the one hand, it was great for me to be his father and to do all the things, you know. But on the other hand, I, I've had so much time to to acting out, and and this was really bad, you know. And um, yeah, and and today, yeah, it's uh, I really, you know, <laughs> as I said, ju- just sitting next to him and listen to him and not talking and, and try, try to find out what he wants, what he wants and, and not um, to, yeah, put all my, my things on him, you know, is it what? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. Okay. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you, Ryan. Lee, please. Wow. It's hard for me to get unmuted. 
Stephen, <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate what you said. English was great. I want you to know uh, that I have uh, uh, an eating and alcohol addiction too, and I certainly have stolen food uh, in my life, and that's not uh, uh, unusual. What I had was a masturbation porn addiction starting at age five and until uh, age 36. Absolutely no one knew it. I was completely a secretive, which made my relationships terrible. Uh, in, uh, in November of 1985, I was found unconscious in my room, so in my office, surrounded by pornography and drugs by my wife and one of my colleagues. Uh, so that started a journey to treatment and for drugs and alcohol. And I told everybody everything, but I still didn't connect until I finally met one of my colleagues at an AA meeting who was hard. And I asked him where he went to meetings and he told me AA meetings. And then he said, sexaholics Anonymous," And uh, he gave me this uh, pamphlet which has both the solution and the problem on it. That wasn't in the white book at that time. For the first time, I connected with another human being about my disease. And then I went to a group of six of us, and there I, for the first time, connected with anybody about disease. All the previous months didn't do anything. Thank you, Daniel. Did you have anybody that knew while you were acting out? Uh, I didn't. It was only, only in when I had real connections when I got into SA. So how are your secrets in your disease? Yes. Yeah, thank you. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It, it, maybe in in another way, but it, it was totally um, um, like like you said. Um, you know, I I've had a totally double life. You know, and um, I. Um, yeah, I've I've lied uh, all the time, you know. I um, I, for example, you know, I I, I like to to, cy to cycle and and have a a, a sport cycle and, and and put my sports uh, suit on and said, okay, I I, I go and do my my sport and and what i really did was to go to the places where where i i acted out you know and and came back and and said oh uh, i did a, a good sport you know and i can tell you uh, uh hundreds of, of of these 
stories of 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 of, of these lie of these lies, you know, and uh, I yeah, I was really not a, a nice person, you know, and uh, or you know I. Uh, I, I have my magazines uh, all I, uh, hide it in, in in special places at home, you know. And I I acted out when when we have friends for 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 dinner, you know. I went to the bathroom and and act, and acted out, and the people were over in in our in our house, you know, and uh, all these all these things, you know. I. I Really, really um, crazy, sick, and addictive things, you know. And yeah, and sometimes when when you come uh, come to our to our meetings, and I I I I I, I hear what you now can do with all these you know internet things and mobile phones and and so i i'm really glad that i have a time of sobriety you know because it's uh yeah today it's so it's so easy to you know to act out with, with other people yeah so uh yeah did I answer your question? Very clearly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank I, you. I know exactly what you're saying. I have done much of the same thing. People in our home, all of that. So mm. thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you both. I raised my hand also, but um, if anyone else still wants to raise your hand, there's probably still space for one or two questions after me. My question would be, Stefan, thank you so much for sharing. And uh, have you had, you talked about spirituality, about meditating, praying, mm -hmm. how your higher power is important to your life. Have you had dry periods in your spiritual life? Mm -hmm. And how have you overcome them? Or how have you lived mm -hmm. through them? Yeah. Okay, that's a good question. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what comes first in my mind is, um, you know, I I come out of a very Catholic family, you know, and very Catholic, you know, and uh, and 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 for me, it, it was very important to to. How can I say to overcome this religion, and and to find to find my my own way, to find a new way, to find uh, a higher power that has really nothing to do with any kind of religion, and yeah, and and sometimes I yeah. And there are really, really dry moments in my life, you know. And and for me, um, it's, it's good to 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 have 
very, very um, short mantras, you know, just one or two words. And um, and you know, I said that I that I'm a musician, you know. <laughs> and in the last, I don't know, three years, it's it started with the beginning of the pandemic. You know, when when, when musicians not have the uh, possibility to come together <laughs> uh, for for playing music that I wrote my own my first own own songs you know and 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 today it is, it is when I when I'm reading the big book you know I don't really want it I'm not looking for it but it starts to for me to that I writing music about the words of the big book, you know, <laughs> and I, in, in the, I, the, I always said my higher power is is not speaking with me. I don't hear the voice of my higher power because there are some people in meetings that said, "Oh, my higher power said to me this and this," you know, and I, why did your higher power speak to you and not to me, you know? <laughs> And and now I have found my the way how the higher power speaks to me, and it's it's through the music, you know. And I was able to to um, play one of these songs in Scotland, you know. <laughs> and and the fellowship they sang together with me, yeah? and I and I can do it in, in Germany too, you know. It's it's, it's so great, I, and. I think it's it's because why I didn't ask for it, you know. It's it it just happened. So and uh, yeah, and that's really uh, brings me to my uh, through my dry times, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and because I'm I'm so resentful of of this religion of my childhood, you know, it was so important for me to find a, a totally different thing, you know. Maybe I can overcome this resentment of, of, my, of my childhood. <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Stefan. Very helpful. Thank you so much. Catherine gets the last question. Please go ahead, Catherine. Thank you very much, Luke, Katrin, Sexaholic. Um, thank you very much, Stefan, for your share. Um, yeah, I just remembered the song you played at the German convention. <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and I could relate when you shared about feeling disconnected very early, as it also says in the white book from family and friends, and that you now try to be really in connection with your friends and uh, to not avoid contact. Um, and my question is when it gets difficult in, in friendship, um, or, or maybe you have a, a period of time where you don't feel so connected with your fellows around you, mm. what do you do? Thanks. 
Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. As I said, you know, I'm. I'm today. I'm. I'm. I'm not a um, simple person. You know, and it's it's not always um, easy uh, for for the other people to <laughs> to be together with me. You know, I. And um, that's why I'm so um, grateful that my my wife is uh, yeah such a person who always um, yeah doing this um, connections you know with my with our friends and yeah and there there are times really there are times. Um, when I can't stay together with with people, and 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 today I can can say that you know I'm not I'm I'm not in in the right um, yeah and and sometimes I said no. You know, this Saturday night we, I I just want to stay for my own, you know, and and not not to see to see other people or, or other friends, and um, and yeah, as I said, it's it's good that that really our close friends they they know about my addiction and they know that I have times when I am depressed or. Uh, yeah i'm yeah i'm i'm a sick person you know and i um i think i, I will ever be a sick person yeah thank you thank you and i also wanted to say i forgot thank you very much for the service that you do for the german fellowship <laughs> yeah thank you I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.